Now we are on the final week of fantasy regular season. Where has the time gone? Speaking of time, spend your time listening to Show Us Your TDs, Week 14, TikTok. Don't believe me, just watch. What could be worse than standing in a stopped elevator with three goobies after a buffet of tacos on Taco Tuesday? I'll tell you. It's being officially eliminated from contention from fantasy football. Welcome to a sad, very sad episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's the Milkman, not too pleased, and I'm joined by the man responsible for my misery. My co-host may possibly being replaced after this. (laughs) (laughs) It's Gooby. How the hell are you, bro? You sound depressed. That's because I am. My season's <laughs> over. You're all fault. that shit talking, telling me I'm going down all season, and look at look at you sitting at the bottom of this tier list over here. First of all, I'm not at the bottom. That honor belongs to Mike. And secondly, yeah, you pulled the biggest set of horseshoes out of your rectum. That's all I have to say about that. You know what happened after that win, too? I got platinum again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad little, they could be of absurd, of some so- sort of service for you, all right? A little icing on the cake there. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into that fantasy talk. I'm about um, to throw that cake in your face. <laughs> What do you uh, what do you that uh, DJ what the hell's that guy's name that throws oh, cake in um, face? The Asian, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Asian one. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember right now. A- Aoki. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Steve Steve Aoki. Anyways, you know what? I'm gonna have my cake and eat it too. I beat this man 122.35. Yes, we're gonna go into the points because I want I want to get every little inch in there. Uh, to 100. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's give a little shout out to my whole entire team. Matthew Stafford, 32.95 points. Thank you very much. Uh, People were saying don't play this guy versus Jacksonville because Jacksonville has not let up more than two touchdowns to most teams this year, which is weird. Really? They've yeah. been like getting stomped by every They've team. They've been getting stomped. It, it's been by running backs, not by receivers. Oh, not by our receiving touchdowns. Yeah, but. yeah. So, because uh, I, I just read the, or I uh, just watched uh, NFL Fantasy Now not too long ago, and they were saying, don't start uh, Stafford or no, who's who are they playing next? Uh, oh, the, oh, Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. Who are, the, who are, who are Jacksonville playing next week? I'm trying to remember uh, now. Okay, while you while you uh, keep talk, keep talking, I'll find out for you. Yeah, I know. All all I know is they said don't play him. Anyways, uh, yeah, thirty two Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. They said don't start Tannehill because Jacksonville doesn't let up more than three three touchdowns to uh to a QBs and wide receivers. Anyways, going on, Justin Jefferson, hell of a game, twenty four point six points. I also read this uh the other the other day. Justin Jefferson has the most receiving yards from last season and this season combined uh, out of all wide receivers. I think your boy Diggs is just under him. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Hunter Renfro, 10.2 points. I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? I, I'm I'm digging for scraps right now. And I, actually, this is like the... So, you, Melky, you know when you have a team and you're like, fuck, I don't know who to play because this guy's good and this guy's good. And you just, I just ran on all cylinders. My bench did horrible and my actual starting lineup played. So I, I'm happy for it. Horse shoes out the rectum. Yeah, because I was going to start, uh, I was going to start Brandon Cooks, wasn't I? He only got 5.4 points. Um, Tevin Coleman, 7.7 points. You were predicted at 7.6, I think. So, or seven, yeah, 7.59. So I'll take it. You did better than your projections. Thank you. Slightly. Uh, Barely. It doesn't matter. He did better (laughs) than his predictions. It was green when he finished. It wasn't red. That's all that matters. Rashmore Stevenson, 7.8 points. Also beat his projection. 
His projection was seven point one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you were fortunate because Harris went down after that monster run. Yeah, yeah, no that that did uh, that did help me, and I will get into that a little bit later. Uh, Mark Andrews, five points. You were not the one to uh, beat your projections. You stayed in the red the whole time. You could have had that touchdown by uh, Lamar Jackson, but he threw like a little girl and. <laughs> That's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, <laughs> ben Jefferson again, one player I wasn't gonna start. I was gonna start Devonte Smith with one point five points, and I started Van Jefferson with ten point one points. Thanks Thank a lot, guys. Alan. Thanks a lot. It wasn't Alan, it was Kevin. I'm telling he you, said, he said it was him. Alan just wants the credit that I beat you, so uh, he's trying to take the credit for me beating you. Y- y'all can fuck off. <laughs> Even if I took Van Jefferson out and I played any other player, I'd still kick your ass. No, no. If, well, I'll continue and then I'll uh, I'll have a rebuttal for that. I mean, you could rebuttal. Yeah, I still won. Nick Folk, seven points. You did not beat your projection of nine points, but that's okay. And uh, the icing on the cake. When I told Melky, I said, I can have my running backs do shit because my defense lit it up with 17 points. Thank you, Dallas Cowboys, for beating the New Orleans Saints. I'll take it. Yeah, that's the story of your fucking life right now. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for, I'm going to rebuttal first. If you had taken Van Jefferson out and I had put Sanders in, Miles Sanders, it would have been a different story. Okay, hold on. If you put Sanders in instead of a Gaskin? Yeah, so that's add 10 points. So Add 10 points, so you're at... And You're you right. replace and you replace Van uh, Van Jefferson with uh, Devonte Smith. That's a nine point swing. You yeah, you would have won by what like three? No, no, no. Let's. let's I think you would have won by three. If, exactly. You, so you'd if be at nuts were candy, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. <laughs> you, you would be at 110, and if I started Devonte Smith, I would be at a hundred. No, I'd still win. I'd still win. It's okay. Yeah. Well, as you heard him mumble on about his stupid ass players overperforming, I lost. Okay. I am officially out. As you heard my soliloquy earlier, I am done. I get to play for the loser finals. Whoop the freaking do. And it's been one of those seasons. And of course, you all have been used to Melky's finger pointing. And that's not going to change this week. I have a lot of finger pointing to do to my team. Who failed to show up? Welcome to a new segment called Finger Pointing by Melky. Or calling out names, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Let's start with Stefan Diggs. Really? 5.10 points. Really? Jo- you you gotta have you gotta talk to Josh Allen, man. He's screwing me over, literally. Jamar Chase, bro, you had a touchdown right in your hands. And then you all of a sudden you revert back to preseason chase where you drop everything. Come on. You were the hottest player three, what, four weeks ago? Yeah. And what, you forgot how to play the game of football? 5.2 points is not going to get it done. And that is and Diggs, same with you. You had a freaking touchdown and you let it hit your shoulder. Did you forget how to catch too? And I don't want to hear about the weather. You're used to the cold. You were in Minnesota before. Shame on both of you. Noah Font. Well, I can't really say much because you stink and you play for the Broncos. Yeah, nice 3.3 points. And even if I had Higby, which I was trying to pick up, and I was waiting for Waller to go on the IR, it wouldn't have mattered. He only got like four points something. So but what happened with Higby? He only got 4.4 points. No, 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 no. But what, what happened? Like he was on the waiver wire. Yeah, I was waiting for <laughs> Darren Waller to go on IR and the Raiders decided to be all sneaky and try to be clever. Oh, we don't know if he's going to play. So let's just have him doubtful instead of officially out. So this this mofo over here was waiting for clearance of Higby to turn green. And he pounced on him faster than he would on chocolate cake. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, uh, I mean, it was a smart move on his part, but it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered one freaking point. Higby and Font, you both stink. Fuck off. <laughs> Miles Gaskins, I finally listened to you and take your advice. That wasn't my advice. I didn't give you advice on no, that. No, no, but I I didn't want to hear it if I didn't. I have a feeling if I didn't start him, he would have balled out. And then I start him, 
and Miles Sanders instead decides to show up. And that's my fault. I'll take that one because the projection did say only nine points. Like, not his projection. It was at 12. But if you read the actual content, it said nine points. So that's my fault. That's on me. But I'm still calling you out, you stupid bum. Screw you. Michael Bagley, fucking kicker of the Colts. Thanks for a measly seven points. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. It is. Bum. I'm glad you're on. Are they on bye week? Yeah, they're on bye week. Screw you guys. (laughs) And last but not least, the L.A. Rams defense. You're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why could you have not put up a performance like the Dallas Cowboys against the Saints? Where's my where's my fumble recovery for a touchdown? Where's my pick six? Where's all this shit? You're supposed to have an elite defense and you can only get 10 points. I'm done with you. I dropped your monkey asses. Fuck you. I I, I sorry to interrupt, but I actually called the uh, four picks. I told my buddy at work. It's like Dallas is getting four picks and a pick six. So wasn't that, that crazy? But wasn't that crazy? The sequence of picks that they got like Diggs was it Lewis. I think Lewis got one. Um, and a couple other guys like I, I'm just I'm watching this. You were at 20 at one point, And thank God um, the Saints scored a late touchdown to drop it to 17. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't in hindsight, it doesn't fucking matter now. But at the time, I'm like, yeah, Go, going into Sunday, you're like, yeah. motherfucker. I, I'm like, I'm like, well, I knew you were going to lose players because you were waiting for Henderson, um, his status. You yeah. were waiting for a couple other players. So I was like, OK, it's going to drop regardless, like the 17 points. Oh, it's a it's a nice little boost for him. But yeah, I am done. I got to wait till next year. But I will say this. I am making a voodoo doll that looks like you. And I'm going to use it when you're in the playoffs to hopefully make you crash and burn just like your boy Melky. You're going to need a lot of fluff because I'm uh, I'm getting a little pudgy. There's plenty of fluff to go around. <laughs> you, you're not going to highlight your players, though, like Eckler, Gibson, and Herbert? Nope. nope. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Um, Justin Herbert threw an interception that cost me points. Eckler fumbled that cost me points. Yeah, Gibson was great, but where the hell were you all season? I don't want to hear about your broken little bone in your body. If you're not, if you're hurt or you're injured, then sit down. You I, suck most of the year. And uh, I was actually going to tell you last podcast, but I didn't want to give you the the uh, I don't know the the help. I was actually going to say I'd start Jalen Waddle over Gaskin, even though it wouldn't have helped you. Wouldn't I was helped. I was gonna say I would start Waddle over Gaskin because the Giants' run defense is decent, but their pass defense is terrible. He got ninety yards too. I don't believe you know. Okay, as much as great as Waddle's been the last few weeks, I don't trust a man who throws left-handed and sidearm. I'm a lefty. I, I am a fellow lefty. I'm a southpaw, but there's no way I'm gonna throw like. Like I'm a five year old boy. That's the it's devil's not, work, lefties. You're just jealous. But yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't trust Tua, so I wasn't gonna do that. If anything, I should have actually listened to the Eagles playing the Jets because all Sanders' backups were falling apart. Bart Scott, uh, not Bart Scott, um, Scott or whatever, whatever the hell his name is, the little engine that couldn't. He was sick. Howard was hurt. So. It was all on Sanders' shoulders, and I should have just plopped him in. But again, wouldn't have mattered. My team fucking screwed me over. So, you know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not winning. That's all I got to say. I got scraps, bro. I know I'm not winning, but at least I can try. Like like we were alluding to earlier uh, before the podcast, man, if, if I can get a bye week, if I can get like first or second, get the bye week, get into week 16, and maybe, just maybe get Derrick Henry back, I got a shot. It's a shot in the dark, but I got a shot. Yeah, we've said it. This has been the theme of this year in football and fantasy football. Miracles do happen. Case in point, Denver beating Dallas. Case in point, you beating me. All right. Wow, who are you facing next week? <laughs> do you want do you want to talk about my matchup, or do you want yes. to talk about your matchup? No, uh, mine doesn't matter. Let's talk about <laughs> yours. <laughs> All right, so if I win this matchup, let, let's get into like the little politics here. If I win this matchup, I clinch a bye. I'm you already in the playoffs. Or you clinch? Clinch. Yeah, because I don't want you clenching, or. Right? <laughs> 
Uh, I clinched by. Um, I'm already in the playoffs. I, I've clinched that. Um, but yeah, if I if I win this, I get the buy. I think if if Tim loses and I lose, then hey, I don't get the buy. Let's pull up. Let's pull up the stage. No, yeah, I, I know it is because Jen Jen will surpass me. It's me, Jen, and Tim fighting for second. And then I mean, if Devin loses, then someone can get first, maybe. Well. Yeah, if you yes, and Jen please. if you and Jen win and Devin I, loses, one of you will get first spot and the other will get second. And uh, no, I think no, no, Devin, no sorry, Devin, Devin will, will probably get... drop. No, well, if you're the three of you are eight and five. Yeah, yeah. So if Devin loses, she drops the third. She drops the third because her points doesn't matter what Tim does. He would have to score like a lot. Yeah. To, to surpass her, so if you and Jen win, we get first and second. Loses, you guys get first and second, yeah. which would be hilarious because we all know about the uh, conspiring BS that those two have uh, been performing. So it would just be fitting that they would drop all the way from Grace to near Call the- it Family Gate. <laughs> family Gate, definitely Family Gate. Um, yeah, and then if if me and Tim win, uh, Tim needs to get. I, at least 150, 160 points to surpass me. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so in the end, I hope Tim loses. I hope uh, Devin loses. But either way, I need this win to, to secure my buy. Um, so let's let's get into this matchup. Uh, I got Matthew Stafford going up against Kyler Murray. Murray's playing the, the, the Rams. So I'm hoping your defense fucking pulls... Pulls one out for me. Uh, I don't have them anymore. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. Um, I, I hope the Rams defense just pulls one out uh, and plays like the Rams defense should play. But then again, Stafford's playing Arizona, and Arizona's defense is pretty good too. So, you know, I actually kind of like this, man. Like, two quarterbacks playing each other on fantasy and live yeah, like that. Uh, that's nice. I like that. Can ask for something pretty awesome like that. That that's pretty. As much as I don't really care for you or Adam's team, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Especially especially with a lot on the line too. Um, I got Justin Jefferson versus Tyler Lockett. I mean, I'm gonna give it to Justin Jefferson. Like Russell Wilson's been playing like hot garbage or poo. Whatever or you want to go with. Yeah, <laughs> your choice. Take that mustache <laughs> off the guy behind you. That's probably what it looks like. Um, Hunter Renfro versus uh, Gallup. I like Gallup. I really do. But with Cooper back and C.D. Lamb back, I don't think Gallup's going to get all the looks that he was getting before. You know, he might get a touchdown because you, you never know. They might double both of them and... Gallup might just be open. Uh, so I'm going to give this one to Gallup. I, I don't think Renfro, Renf, Renfro is a hot and cold type of guy. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that penning out. Not, not necessarily his fault. He, yeah. He's got a quarterback that is uh, all is up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and here comes the scraps. Tevin Coleman versus Leonard Fournette. I'm giving this one to Fournette. Tevin Coleman is also questionable, so I might have to start Deontay Foreman for Tennessee, which I don't mind because that's a double-headed dragon there anyways. Daryl Henderson is not questionable, so I'm hoping he's playing. Uh, and he's going up against uh, Matt Breida. I don't know. I I guess that's, that's an option in fantasy. <laughs> Who knew? 13.3 points to 3.43 points. <laughs> Let's give this one to the top six running back in the league, Daryl Henderson. Mark Andrews versus George Kittle. This is going to be a great matchup. Um, two of the top three uh, tight ends in the game right now. I, I'm Kittle, Kittle's been off, but he had a great game uh, last week, I'm pretty sure. He had 30.6 points. Let's hope that does not happen again. Let's go, Adam. <laughs> Van Jefferson for the Raiders. You're in my flex spot. Yes, like I said, playing with scraps, people. Um, he's going up against Westbrook, Westbrook and Hine. I don't know how to pronounce that last part. Uh, I dropped that motherfucker to pick up Higby to fuck this guy over, and <laughs> I wanted to re-pick him back up, but I'm not at the bottom of the list. 
Uh, Brandon McManus, my Denver kicker, is back because Folk is on a bye. And yes, I kept Folk and I did not drop him because that dude is balling out. Uh, versus uh, Joseph from Minnesota. I'm going to give this one to Denver. He's playing Detroit. They're going to score some points. In Denver. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I don't like to say that because fuck Denver. <laughs> but they're going to score some points. And if they don't, I mean, it's a win-win for me. Either he scores some points and I get some points, or Denver loses to Detroit and I can fucking ram. I can I can harp on Rams bottom all fucking night. Uh, and then I got the Dallas D versus Seattle D. Uh, I'm taking Dallas D versus Washington. So even though Seattle's playing Houston, yeah, I mean Seattle sucks. She's sad. So does Houston. <laughs> so it's gonna be a fucking hot garbage. Dumpster fire. Uh, I'm predicted 101.15 to 100.88. It's a close one. Yeah, surprisingly. But, I mean, unless hell freezes over, you should win this matchup. You do have the... You guys have the best QB matchup head-to-head. 100%. Like, that that has so many implications. Like, not just fantasy, but in the NFL as well. So, that will be fun. Uh, I don't know why he's starting Breda. I'm not going to ask because I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I would start Melvin Gordon. He's got him on the bench. Yeah, or, or maybe maybe I'll slip him a message later and uh, tell him to update some shit. Who knows? Depends how I feel. I am the best chance of beating Family Gate, okay? So <laughs> your you options are to best. help me, not... You do not have the best opportunity to beat Family Gate at all. You, you You're running back... And like I said, unless if you had McCaffrey and Henry, absolutely. You'd be the knight in shiny armor. I mean, if I had McCaffrey and Henry, I'd probably be sitting first. Well, exactly. But you're not. I mean, you're still close. You you could still finish first. I could. It's, it Make is that possible. What's that? Make that $100. Oh, yeah. No, it's 75 75 <laughs> yeah, It's your, I mean, your buy-in. Yeah. No, it's you should, you should win. There isn't an excuse not to win, but... If Kyler Murray goes off, if George Kittle goes off, if he actually puts Melvin Gordon in the lineup, uh, I don't know who who else does he have. Like, what does he have? At wide He's receiver? got AP, Zach Moss, Cole Beasley, Gordon, and Russell Gage. As uh, he, should he should play Gage. Gage has been well. We'll get into that later. Uh, who does he have at his wide receiver? Like his starting wide receiver. Uh, he's got Westbrook uh, and Kine, uh, Gallup and Lockett. I oh, mean, oh god. Ugh. Yeah, he, see, he's a, he's basically where you were last week. Basically, nobody left minus a couple of good players. And he, like I said, he should fall like a giant tree in the woods that nobody can fucking hear. But again, miracles do happen. You slayed me. So it's not it, really a it miracle. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be surprising if he does the same to you. <laughs> I mean... I told you, I said he could. He he has a chance to beat me. Like I'm playing with scraps. Like I got one, two, three scraps on my fucking team right now. Like right, and well, let, let let's move on. Like not that it matters, but uh, I got a matchup with uh, Morning Chub. I'm gonna take this as a revenge tour as he beat me earlier. Well, no, I beat myself by not playing Herbert that week. He beat me, and that's probably why I'm not f- playing for the playoffs. <laughs> but anyways, well, let's go with the matchups. Uh, I got Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert versus Aaron Rodgers. Ben, well, what's happening in L.A. right now with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams with COVID in the protocol, that could be definitely in favor of Aaron Rodgers, but we'll see what happens. Wide receivers, we got Stefan Diggs and Jamar Chase. I'm not even going to hype you two because you fucked me over the last two weeks. Uh, versus Tyreek Hill and uh, Valdez Scantley. Marquez Valdez Scantley, uh, wide receiver of the um, Green Bay Packers. I'm I'm going to give it up to my guys slightly, but like I said, I'm not holding my breath. Tyreek Hill is hot and cold. He's, well, Mahomes, uh, when Mahomes actually decides to play and not be cute with the ball, then Tyreek can make plays. I mean, have, have, sorry to interrupt, but have you seen his points throughout the season? Oh, they haven't been great. It's a at double all. digit, single digit, single digit, yeah. double digit, single digit, double digit, single digit, double digit. It's just a back and forth. It's it's, it's sad. It's sad. I blame it on Mahomes. Uh, why, uh, running backs, I got Eckler and Gibson 
versus uh, Najee Harris, the man who didn't know there were ties in the NFL, and the San Francisco running back, Eli Mitchell. I'm going to give this a wash. All four are really good, really explosive. You look for Eli Mitchell to potentially have a good game with no Debo Sam- Samuels in the backfield as well. Yeah, tight ends. Darren Waller is, ex- is expected to come back. I really don't care because you're a bum. And facing off against the Steelers kicker, Pat Freyermuth, or whatever the hell. However the- not kicker. Hmm? You said kicker. <laughs> Sorry, tight ends. Uh, against the Steelers uh, tight end, Freyermuth. Freyermuth? Is it Freyermuth? I have no idea. It sounds German to me. Oh, okay. Well, I don't really care because I don't know you. So, <laughs> again, wash both. Well, actually, I'm going to give it to the Pittsburgh uh, tight end. Ben, ben, Big Ben has seemed to find some sort of chemistry with him, even though he could be seeing his last days in Pittsburgh. But we'll talk about that later. And in the flex spot, he's got Nick Chubb versus your former uh, or your backup to Christian McCaffrey, Chubba Hubbard, also Canadian. I'm going to give it to Chubb. Chubb is a beast. Chubb is easily like a top three running back when it comes to yards because Baker stinks. Uh, kickers, we got Matt Prater versus Buffalo's kicker Tyler Bass. I like I'm gonna Prater. give it. I, I like Prater, but I'm going to give it a wash. Both are really good. And rounding off the defenses, we've got the New Orleans New Orleans Saints versus the Jets, and he and he's got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Giants. <laughs> so. Potentially, New York could get dummied and beat up on this week by these defenses. Yeah. Oops, not that it fucking matters, but who do you like this week? I like I like Allen. You would. No, I do because Aaron Rodgers has been playing well. Tyree yeah. Kill's due for a game. He didn't play well had, in Seattle. Ty, Tyree Kill's due for a game because he had a double digit and then a single digit. So he's, he's due for a double digit. Um... Scantley, I mean, he could he could do well. It all depends on Adams, like if they're if they're double teaming him. Uh, I I like his running backs, but I also love your running backs. That's like you said, a wash. Uh, if Waller plays, that could be a turning point because uh, we all know Carr loves to give the ball to Waller. So it, it, in the end, it's a wash. But I give a slight edge to Allen. Well, I give a slight edge to myself because I have gotten my revenge on the people that have wronged me before and i beat you earlier so i guess it was revenge on your part but speaking of revenge and getting back at people let's talk week 13 highlights and whoa it's probably the biggest shocker of the week the detroit lions finally get a win gooby 29 to 27 over the vikings pardon me for a sec (laughs) oh you know who you are we're laughing at you right now Yes, we are. Jared Goff with 296 yards, three touchdowns, an INT, one fumble, and minus one rushing yards. What's with the quarterbacks getting minus one rushing yards? Kurt Cousins, 340 yards, two TDs, six rushing yards, and a fumble loss. Uh, This was also the battle of the backup running backs taking over for the main guys in Alex Madison and Jamal Williams. Both had pretty good games. Madison had 90 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, 34 receiving yards, while Jamal Williams went for 71 rushing yards and nine receiving yards. So, Gooby, now that now that the Lions have one win out of the way, can Detroit win a second? Uh, who are they playing? They have Denver. I'll give you their schedule. Up oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They're playing Denver. They got Denver, they Arizona. Atlanta, Seattle, and they finish off against the Packers. They can beat Denver and they can beat Seattle, but they lose all the rest of the games. Um, I, I, I'm really confused uh, that a quarterback can get minus rushing yards. Wouldn't that be a sack and wouldn't be a rush? Unless uh, like I think, he went I think, forward and then came. It makes no I sense. guess the sack, if you're going forward, if you if you get pushed backwards, I don't, I don't know how a minus. I think that also. Never seen, Big Ben also got minus one rushing yards this week, too. But that's what I'm saying. I've never seen that in any stat after a sack. Like, fuck, Tony Romo got sacked 10 yards back, but he didn't get minus 10, 10 rushing yards. Dude, I don't make the I don't make the stats up, man. I just read them. <laughs> well, that's fucking dumb. Those stats are dumb. Uh, yes, 
the uh, Detroit Lions are going to. This is my not toony bet of the week. Detroit Lions will beat Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm going to say three nothing. <laughs> thir- thir- no, 31 to 24. I don't know. Something like that. It's going to be stupid. Jerry Goff's going to be on a high and he's going to fucking do some Jerry Goff stuff. And, uh, yeah, he's going to try to look like Matthew Stafford out there. Um, I, I disagree with you. I think they don't win another game. They're going to lose at the mile high. Arizona's going to dummy them. ATL is playing for pride. Seattle's playing, also playing for pride. The Packers want that first overall in the NFC for a bye. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, this was a good game. I mean, Kirk Cousins did very well. Even though he lost uh, 30 for 40, 340 yards, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson did well too, man. 182 yards and one touchdown. I can't go wrong with that. Like they, 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 they put up a game. I don't, I just, I don't know what happened. That, that, that late touchdown, man. The fucking Vikings D is terrible. A lot of things in Minnesota are terrible. But yeah. moving on. The weather. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's talk about some nice weather. Uh Los Angeles. Chargers beat the Bengals. 41 to 22. Justin Herbert puts up 26 out of 35. 317 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Too bad. Doesn't help Melky at all. Nah, he did his part. Everyone else <laughs> fucked me over. <laughs> uh Joe Burrows, 24 for 40, 300 yards, one touchdown, two and uh, two interceptions. Uh, this this was a good this was a good game, even though it was a beatdown. It was still a good game. I mean, Los Angeles put up seventeen in the fourth quarter, so it it it, it went down to the wire until the end, I guess. Um, but uh, are the Chargers like coming back now, Melky? Is like, are, is this their comeback session? I think so. They need to get hot, you know, to to sustain uh, their wildcard spot. And even they have a chance to fight for the division as they have a very important matchup next week against the Chiefs. So I think they're rounding things off. I mean, the whole COVID situation, who knows? Yeah. Uh, good thing they're playing uh, the Giants. But I have an even better question for you. So, I'm, so to answer it, yes, the Chargers are getting back into form. I have a better question for you. This was the battle of the top five picks in last year's draft with Burrow going number one. And I believe uh, Herbert went number five. Okay. Do you think Cincinnati regrets picking Burrow over Herbert? No, I think they regret picking. Uh, okay. I wouldn't say it's a regret, but more of a, like we got to just wait one more season to pick up a good uh, offensive tackle or a left tackle. Uh, Burroughs is still getting hit. He's still getting the pressure. Um, you know, once they once they start getting that line, Joe Burroughs is going to be a top quarterback in the NFL. So yeah, I agree. For, for for now, yeah, it sucks, but they're they're not they're not saying, "Oh fuck, we should have got Herbert." Joe Burroughs just needs the protection, and he'll do fine. No, I agree with you there. Uh, actually, that's couldn't have, couldn't have been said any better. Oh, thanks. But speaking of looking good, Kyler Murray. Returns in fine form. Arizona roughs up Chicago 33 to 22. Murray posts 123 passing yards, two passing TDs, 59 rushing yards, and two rushing TDs. While uh, Red Rifle, Nemo's favorite ginger quarterback, sports 229 passing yards, two passing TDs, an INT, six rushing yards, and a two point conversion. James Conner goes off again with 75 rushing yards, 36 receiving yards, and a receiving TD. So, Gooby, are the Cardinals the top dog in the NFC with Kyler Murray's return? Uh, Okay, well, first of all, Kyler Murray, you didn't look that impressive. 11 for 15, that's not impressive. 123 yards, not impressive. And his rushing, impressive. TDs, his rushing TDs aren't impressive because they're those, still... those are impressive. But I mean, it's expected from Kyler Murray. I'm just saying, if you're a quarterback, you need to put up some more passing yards. Yeah, you got the legs. Um, yeah, the cards are going to take first spot. I mean, the Cowboys were looking at it, but if they, they lose to stupid teams like the Broncos, <laughs> like that, that's their own fault. I will say, though, Andy Dalton, 
he's uh he's been talking to those rookie quarterbacks say hey i guess uh i guess i can do the uh more ints and touchdowns four four interceptions two touchdowns man like come on like like i i guess they have no option because fucking their starting quarterback's injured but like andy dalton's terrible it's terrible he's terrible in dallas it's just a continuous trend but you didn't answer my question I asked if they were the top dog. I didn't say if they're going to get the number one spot. Are they the top dog in the NFC? Oh, yeah. Yes, they are the top dog in the NFC. Um, the, like, I want to say the Rams, but, I mean, they're just they're, they're shit in the bed just as bad as Dallas is. Well, Sunday will uh, tell a lot as they battle for the division. Or is that a Monday? Oh, that's the Monday game, isn't it? That's Monday yeah, game. Yeah, Monday will tell a lot then. And I'm off, so I get to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This game I really, really want to talk about because there's some stupidity in this. But you also said there's some maybe kind of like strategy behind it. I don't see that. I don't care if it gives them a better playoff spot or whatever it is. (laughs) Stupid. Baltimore loses 19-20 to to the Pittsburgh Steelers to i guess skinny ben now i'm not gonna call him big ben because he's not big anymore you can call him um, little ben yeah little ben there you go that that just sounds like a wiener though it's probably what he calls his penis anyways yeah the ones that he sends to fucking girls right <laughs> dick pics anyways um what the fuck man you don't go for two yeah yes you, you kick the field goal you you tie the game you let your defense play defense. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have been playing shit all season. They're six five and one. Who ties in the NFL? Okay, ask uh, Najee Harris. Right? Fuck. <laughs> like just like you, your defense is probably going to stop them, and you're probably going to go down the field with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar put up twenty three for thirty seven, two fifty three yards, one touchdown, one int. He also put it up, uh, put up eight carries for 55 yards. Um, ben Roethlisberger, 21 for 31, 236, two touchdowns. Najee Harris put up 21 for 71 yards. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand the call to go for two. It makes no sense. Yeah, maybe there's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're making the playoffs anyways, so fuck it. Might as well try to win. Okay, so uh, yeah, give okay. me your give me your strategy here. No, okay, so it was okay. So first of all, the Ravens lost uh, Marlon Humphrey uh, to a pectoral injury, and he's actually done for the season. So he wasn't there near the end. So the rumor has it the reason they elected to go for the two, not just for the win, but they thought it would be too much for their defense because a lot of they're missing a lot of defensive pieces in the secondary, and obviously you lose your best secondary option does not help your cause so the the theory is they didn't want to cover the abundance of great receivers that pittsburgh has especially going into overtime so that is why they went for the two because they thought they were gonna they were kind of damned if they did anyways so that that's what i heard i'm not buying it because every win matters you're trying to buy you're trying to get a first uh first round buy and this is a game you might look back on and say, why did we do that? This is one that got away from us. You tie the, you essentially tie the game. Yeah. You have the best kicker in the league in Tucker. You know he's probably going to hit that extra point anyways. And on top of that, it's a coin flip to go to OT. So you could have had the ball. And again, you have the best kicker in the league. So you just you don't have to like score. Well, I mean, yeah, you do have to score because it would be over. But let's just say... You do score. You could have won. Like, I, I just don't get it. I wouldn't have done it. I, I agree with you 100%. It was a boneheaded move, and this might kick them in, in, in the fanny because now the Patriots are the number one seed. Yeah, and fuck, man, the Patriots, Patriots are looking good. And, yeah, they, they do have one of the best kickers in the league. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Fuck, man, I could be a fucking NFL coach, okay? If, if we can make calls like this, Put me on the field, boys. I'm in. You're gonna go in the game? No, I'm. I'm gonna be on the sideline. <laughs> like fucking saying, Andy Reid. You get destroyed. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I sit on the sideline like Andy Reid. You know, fat no, tubby calling out plays. You gonna have a cheeseburger in your hand? No, 
tacos. Taco? Tacos. <laughs> okay. We all know. I like tacos. Okay. Well, uh, these gr- these women you're about to talk about, I'm pretty sure that they don't engulf tacos. Yeah. Well, they got tacos. <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to have a little fun. Because, you know, the the playoffs are ahead. Melky has no more interest in fantasy football anymore anyways. I don't, so I need cheering up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally cheering up. We're going to talk about uh, cheerleaders and uh, our favorite cheerleaders uh, in the NFL. Um, not by name, more by team. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go over um, our top cheerleaders for uh, each team, I guess. Well, well. Top five. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, in retrospect, they're all really hot. They're all some, more, some more than others, but we decided to like narrow it down to our top five list. So, Gooby, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, do you want to go me, you, me, you, or do you want me to just do my top five and then you do your top five? Surprise me. All right, uh, I'll, I'll just go straight down the list, uh, five to one, as per usual. And I'm going all hot weather because... I mean, in all hot weather, you always get the beautiful chicks, uh, especially in L.A. So we're going to go with the Rams in the fifth spot. I mean, they're beautiful. I love them. And uh, you know what, man? Cheelers, honestly, yeah, they're 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 just standing there cheering, doing their pom-pom thing. But uh, they help. Like, honestly, they do. They get the crowd going. They they hype up the crowd, especially fucking Seattle man, like the the twelfth man. Like mm-hmm. it's not just because of the fans, man. The cheerleaders get that crowd pumping, and I, I'm telling you, man, if you're a, a guy who's drunk off of fifteen beers or whatever, and you see some hot lady going, "Let's go," you're gonna be like, "Yeah, let's go." No, so you're so, gonna take your shirt off and swing it like a helicopter. Hell yeah! Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams in the fifth <laughs> spot. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers in the fourth spot. I'm going to L.A. because, I mean, L.A. has beautiful women all over the world. Or not world, all over the country. But um, Tampa Bay, going with Florida girls. Florida girls are beautiful. And uh, they're spicy, too. (laughs) I mean, they can be. (laughs) Uh, And then number two, we're going with Florida girls. Oh, wow. Miami. Ooh, yes. Welcome to Miami. I, I I'd say the other part, but I don't I don't I don't know it. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't speak Spanish. But Will Smith, he did it right. Um, and then number one, I feel like our number ones are going to be the same because they're the most revered cheerleaders in the fucking world. They're the number one cheerleaders across the country. And I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure across the world, the Dallas Cowboys, their cheerleaders are like I don't even know. It's it's like they're always on a pedestal. Yeah, I guess it's the fucking Cowboys though. They're always on a pedestal. Well, you know Jerry pays a fine price for fine women. So have you ever, <laughs> yes. have you ever watched the show? They had a show at one point. Yeah, I watched it. You're the one that told me about it. <laughs> yeah. Great show. Like these, uh, some of these women are very smart too. Like they're fucking doctorates and shit like that. Like they're not just good looks and good moves. They're they're fucking smart people. So I mean, get kudos to them to you know do this job on the side plus you know their college careers and university careers and all that stuff, man. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, most of them are paying their way for the you know for the higher degrees. They're all smart. They they all they all have a plan, but they also have a hidden talent as well. <laughs> I mean, ain't no ain't no shame in uh, showing off your good looks and putting a smile on your face and getting a crowd going. So, yeah, and doing the splits uh, half naked. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Melky. All right, all right. That's a good list. Uh, you know, you did keep in the warm uh, the warm vicinity. Uh, but yeah, I, I, our list is a little similar, so I'm going to go with mine. You, you mentioned the City of Angels. I do have the City of Angels at number five. I have the L.A. Chargers. Damn. Things of beauty over there. They're doing something right. I like the colors too, man. Those like those baby blues. Hmm. Oh, it, it only heightens the beauty. Uh, number four, you're going to be shocked with this one, but the Seattle Seahawks surprisingly have some sweet, beautiful, beautiful girls 
on the cheerleading squad. I mean, I did give him a shout out. So yeah, no, Seattle's doing it right over there where it rains. I mean, rain can only help if you're wearing white, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And number three, and this one has a very close and dear sentimental place in my heart. We're going with the Miami Dolphin cheerleaders. Call me maybe. How about you call me now? Oh, that yeah, was I remember awesome. that. That was just an awesome rendition of that song. That'll always be in my head when I think of Miami Dolphin cheerleaders. So they get the number three spot. So now we're going to the state of Texas for the last two, actually. And you're going to be surprised. I do not have the Dallas Cowboys at number one. I have them at number two. What can you say? It's Dallas. Everything big is in Texas. The Cowboys are synonymous with everything. Everything glorious and... That says a lot with the cheerleaders because they are just that glorious. Works of art. Jerry, like I said, pays a hefty price for beauty. Dallas Cowboys, number two cheerleaders. And number one, sticking, we're staying in the state of Texas. We're going with the Houston Texans. Bro, after, after we're done this pod, look them up. I'm telling you, from the first to the last, they're all smoke shows. They might not have a good team, but they have a great set of cheerleaders. Houston Texans, you're doing at least something right. They're number one on my list. I like it. I like it. And just so you know, we love beautiful women, okay? We're not just singling them out. We love, love all them. women. We love all women. We love women. We love ev- women make this world uh, run, I'm telling oh, you. 100%. Okay? 100%. Um, I, I like the when they do the hair flips. <laughs> yeah, Gooby's been practicing. Uh, uh, practicing since what, like 2015? You remember <laughs> that that game? Was it? It was Miami versus Toronto or something like that. Oh yeah, a certain Smurf uh, found that comical. Oh, we yeah, don't go there right now. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. So, uh, right. yeah, no, yeah, no, that, I thought we'd have fun with that. Again, I need cheering up, so that definitely cheered me up. Yes, but sir. Here, I've got a little bit of a head scratcher for you. All right. So I was talking to I'm in a group chat with uh, a few other guys. It's it's more based like a football group chat. Not you guys. It's a different group chat. And we were just talking about injuries. Like we brought up names like J.J. Watt, Robert Woods and how their teams are in contention for the Super, Super Bowl. But I, you know, it's mentioned, obviously, the hurt. So they can't compete themselves. They just are basically cheerleaders now until uh, next season. So Gooby. I have a really specific question for you and answer it to the answer it honestly. If you were playing and you had a choice, would you rather be out for the year and win a Super Bowl ring, not contributing at all, or would you rather play on a lousy team for the entire season and at least compete and put your stats up, your big numbers, et cetera, et cetera? I'd rather play. No, hands down. They're, yes, they're there to win Super Bowls, but they're mainly there to prove their talent. I, I think I would say I would say a hundred percent of the uh, of professional athletes in general would say I'd rather play. I don't care if it's on a shitty team. I don't care if it's in the CFL. I don't care if it's in the AFL. I don't care if it's in the bikini league. <laughs> Those players are there to play. Um, yeah, they're there to win their titles and whatnot, but in the end, they're there to play and they're there to, you know, do their job. And their job is not sitting on a fucking couch watching the game. Okay. Honest answer. I, I dig it. <clears throat> what about you? Personally, I'll take a trip to the IR if it means getting a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You never, even though I'm not playing and I'm not there. Physically, I'm there morally. I'm there for support. And who knows? Hopefully, like, if we can keep the pieces together, maybe I can help contribute the following season. But if if I go down and it means our team is going to the Super Bowl, hell yeah. I'm taking that sacrifice. I'm getting that ring because you never know when you're going to get there. Yeah, true. True, true, true. I like it. No, that's a good question. It's, it's a tough one. Um, but, yeah, I like that. Like there's no question. wrong answer. I feel there's no. no wrong answer, but it's preference, right? And yeah, like I said, send me to the IR. I'm taking. I'm gonna die right. <laughs> all right, all right. That's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about some IRs. Um, in my boomer bus this week. 
so let's let's I'm gonna start this off. Um, and I'm gonna go Rashmore Stevenson. Okay, even oh, though boy. New England has a bye this week, Steven sh- Stevenson should be picked up in all leagues as New England has shown their run game is done by committee. I don't care if Harris is, you know, coming back. Like I know, I know he's injured. He's he's got that questionable. Um, but is it, they have a bye week, so. I still think that Stevenson's gonna start edging out Harris. Um, you know, if you've been hit with the injury bug like most of us have this season, in the last five games, Stevenson has put up enough points to start as a flex or a running back two. I'm all in on Stevenson for being a boom. Uh, if you need, if you need a running back in the playoffs, man, pick this guy up. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna agree with you. He's a boom in my book too. At 78 yards. Probably would have had more if he played more in uh, the Monday Nighter. So, depending on Harris's uh, status going forward, Stevenson's load could increase, especially in a strict Belichick, no nonsense offense. Yeah. And I mean, that offense is running on all four cylinders right now. They're looking good. Not really. Mac Jones or MJ10, as he likes to be called now, he just trademarked that. He's on like a dog leash. You can tell. He. How do you only make three? Or sorry, two complete. You throw three times and you make two completions. Because it, it was it was the weather, man. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, they, Belichick is a genius. I'm just saying he has him on a fucking dog leash. Did, did you see? Uh, sorry, I, I know we're yeah. kind of going off topic a little bit. Do you see that uh, Mac Jones is wearing the wetsuit like Tom Brady used to when it snowed? No, I missed it completely. That, that after I knew Diggs wasn't getting any any love, <laughs> I, turned that, I turned that thing off. Yeah, no. Apparently, um, apparently Tom Brady got it from somebody else. Like, apparently, obviously, wetsuits you know keep your heat in and keep your body temperature regulated. Uh, so it works obviously outside in the cold weather. So Tom Brady used to do it when it snowed to keep himself warm. So fucking Mac Jones said, "Fuck it, I'm going to do the same thing." Yeah, I, I feel like Tom Brady, young Tom Brady and MJ10. Well, sorry, it was a TB, TB12 and MJ10 are on like this parallel, like uh, parallel, like trajectory, uh, you know, in terms of their careers. Because what Tom Brady did seems like Mac Jones is doing. So yeah. it's the Belichick way. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's a good one. I'm going with wide receiver KJ Osborne. Yeah. And I'm going to label him a boom with Adam Thielen doubtful this week with a sprained ankle. Look for KJ Osborne to continue to see increased targets to help relieve your boy, Justin Jefferson. He posted 47 receiving yards and a touchdown is definitely going up this week. Yep, 100%. Um, It's that Thielen effect effect that I used to talk about uh, last season, you know, with or well, I guess two seasons ago now with Diggs and um, Diggs and Thielen back in the day, you know, Diggs would get double teamed and Thielen would just get the ball. So it's and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen with Justin Jefferson. They're gonna double team Justin Jefferson and it's gonna go straight to Osborne. So yeah, I, I like this pick. It's a it's a great pick for me. Yeah, Osborne or Conklin. Look for both of them to see increased uh, targets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna go with another running back. I'm gonna. I'm going to keep it with the running back injuries. Uh, Devontae Freeman, another running back that you can pick up in the league if available. Freeman has proven to be the lead back for the Ravens, putting up 15.7 points last week to the Steelers in that horrific loss. Look to see Freeman to be a boom this week versus a Cleveland team. That's not so hot. Freeman has scored five in his last seven games making him an excellent flex or running back too, helping heal some of those running back gaps we all have. Yeah, I agree with you. He's he's Freeman has separated himself from the rest of the Ravens backfield, especially in recent weeks. So yeah. unless he gets injured, look for him to be the top dog in that running game off. Well, sorry, Lamar is always the top dog. Yeah. But look for him to be his Robin to Lamar's Batman. Well, I've, I also have a feeling eventually – you know, they're they're going to switch it up one game, just one game, and be like, you know what? Lamar's not going to be the guy running those touchdowns. It's going to be the running back just to kind of switch it up a little bit. So you never know. Maybe uh, near the end of the 
the regular season because keep him um, you know rest yeah health resting for um, the playoffs because Lamar's looked really stinky the last two weeks. Yes, sir. All right, so last but not least, we're going. We're sticking. I'm sticking with the wide receiver. One out of the ATL. One Russell Gage, and he's a boom this week as well, posting 130 receiving yards and one TD last week. Gage has quietly averaged 7.6 targets in his uh, last five games and 38 targets to Pitts' 32 in that time frame. Uh, look for Matty Ice to continue uh, throwing the ball his way because it he has no one else to work with. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I agree. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that. Russell Gage is definitely going to be a boom. Um the only the only problem is he's got Matty Ice throwing to him, and it's not the Matty Ice of old. So uh, I'm a little, a little hesitant with that, but in the end, you know, he's going to be a boom. Well, if you need a flex, if you're really desperate for a flex or your guys are on by, might be a good time to take a chance on him. Yeah, yeah, his man. last two games especially, he's been really impressive. Like I like, like we said uh, week one, or uh, I think I said like week one, man. Injuries, injuries can happen, and man, there's been a lot of injuries. Running back, wide receiver, doesn't matter. Pick these guys up; they're they're available in like eighty or sorry twenty percent of leagues. So pick these guys up because they're they're gonna help. No, one hundred percent. All right, so it's that time again. It's we're here with the last segment, Toonie Bets, closing it off. And I will start with my pick. Going Chargers over Giants this week at home. The time is now to go on a run. The division is still up for grabs. And there's an important date with the Chiefs next week. Don't look past the Giants, but beat them to a bloody pulp so you can be ready for the Chiefs. I like it. I like it. Um... No, yeah, the Chargers definitely could use that win. It's a free win, pretty much. Uh, and then, yeah, go straight to the Chiefs, man. That's going to be a great matchup. But uh, speaking of great matchups, we have a juggernaut of a Monday nighter. Rams versus Cardinals, and I'm going with the Rams. I think Stafford is going to start doing Stafford things again. I know the Cards defense is good. I know Kyler Murray is good, but in the end I'm starting to say I'm starting to feel that Stafford love again and I think I think he's going to do big things in this game. Yeah. It's whew, talk about your box office matchup, especially to close off the week. You have these two perennial teams that have everything you could ask for on both sides of the ball. This is this is for the division because the Rams have no other uh, alternative. They need to win. It's a must win. I am going to disagree with you. I think Arizona's got it in the bag. They just, out of both teams, Arizona just looks like they have more confidence. now. And Kyler Murray looks like he's rejuvenated. You know, having time off has only helped their cause. But we'll see, man. It's going to be a fantastic game. I can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. Like and the the best thing too is it's in a dome, so I, I guess Arizona and LA there's no real weather effect, but it's in a dome, so you can't blame it on weather. You can't do anything. Like it's it's gonna be a juggernaut of a matchup. Um, and and you know what too, like fantasy wise, like you're ending, like my fantasy is ending on Monday. Like that's the matchup because you both quarterbacks could go off, and that's gonna be the deciding factor. That's why fantasy is awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and let's go to our resident uh, Eagle stand that we both love, uh, Bob Walker, with his picks. Boys, Bob here for another week of Toonie Bets. Feeling a little conflicted right now as an Eagle fan on a bye week because your Dallas Cowboys are playing Washington, and I don't know who I want to win. I think you guys winning actually helps us out getting closer to maybe a wild card. I, I can't cheer for you guys. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, my pick this week is the Detroit Lions versus Kev's Denver Broncos. And sorry, Lions fans, but I have the Broncos winning, going to 7-6. and six. Uh, I just don't see the Lions putting up 20 points or more where I think the Broncos can. And, uh, yeah, it's going to give uh, Bronco fans some hope beating the Lions, I guess. So that's my bet. Can't wait to hear yours. Peace, boys. 
All right, all right. I hate that pick. I said 31-24 Detroit. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Yeah, no, I don't think the Lions, like I said, I don't think the Lions win another game this season. They just stink. Yeah, they, they stink. Sure. They're terrible, man. <laughs> I mean, that that game in general is just terrible. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they blacked that one out on uh, national television. <laughs> we can only hope, sir. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's the end of this, folks. It's been another great episode. Uh, I guess it's been an okay season for you. My season's still going. Um, I do want to give a shout out to one cheerleader in like just 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 like that one cheerleader that always catches your eye. Terrell Owens, I love you. Oh, God. Keep those pom poms going, boy. Keep those pom poms going. Do you think he could still play in the league? <laughs> oh, 100%. Him and Chad Johnson. Ocho? Oh, buddy. Those, both of them, man, are so, like, they're always in shape and they're always ready to go. I don't know. Ocho took that ass kicking uh, in the boxing ring, so it might have taken a couple of years out of his life. <laughs> probably but he still looked in good shape i i think he could play at least uh a few games fair enough um yes like you just said stick a fork in me i am done for this season fantasy wise that is not on this podcast i will be here each and every week to cheer against gooby so look forward to that and also i just want to thank na30 i want to thank mustard i want to thank my co-host obviously even though i hate his fantasy guts and yeah, I just want to thank you guys for um, tuning in. We couldn't do this without you. We do this for you. So do us a favor. Hit that like button and subscribe right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, boys and girls and I guess children of all ages. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, that is by far the worst closing, all right? But you know what? Just because you won, I will get, cut you some slack. <laughs> I was running out of options. I didn't know what to say anymore. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Okay, Bruce Almighty. And we're out. Peace.